peoples of the worldwide federated internet. What's good? Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to 2021 and this first episode of The Thinking in 2021. I appreciate everyone who decided to join me and embark on this journey. Thank you. Thank you. I hope everyone has a very good, very successful and productive 2021. I hope 2021 brings more joy than 2020 brought to us. A lot of things came to us in 2020, some things that we didn't necessarily like. I wanted to give attention to a story. There was a a hearing in Georgia. And in that hearing... Dominion voting machines came up. Now, I could try to explain to you exactly what happened. And you probably wouldn't believe me. So versus me trying to explain to you what happened, I'm going to play the audio. I'm not going to show the video. You can go look it up on YouTube. Title of the YouTube video is uh, Breaking Dominion Machines Hacked Live in Georgia runoff voter fraud Senate hearing. So for the YouTube technocrat overlords, I am not because I know the algorithm heard the word fraud and voter. And the first thing that's going to happen is my video is going to be flagged right out the gate. I am not implying that widespread voter fraud caused the 2020 presidential election to go to Joe Biden. I'm not implying that. I'm merely presenting the facts to the people. So listen to this and you form your own opinion. Members, I respectfully request uh, that you afford just a couple of minutes to Javon Pulitzer. He's just informed me of some very serious new evidence that he's just obtained from a Fulton County voting uh, polling place within the last hour. And I think this committee uh, needs to hear this. Okay, we'll give him, can you do it? Just a couple of minutes, two minutes. So as we uh, all know, there's multiple teams working on this and our technology teams into it. And as was broke uh, early in the weekend last week about connected devices, at this very moment at a polling location in the county, um, not only do we now have access through the devices to the poll pad, the system, but we are in. And it's not supposed to have Wi-Fi, and that's not supposed to be able to happen. So we've docu- documented now it's communicating two ways, 
in real time, meaning it's receiving data and sending data, should never happen, shouldn't be Wi-Fi. We've now documented it in real time so we can suck down the data. But that's going on right there where everybody's voting. And I just wanted to get it into the record. Thank you. Is it a mobile uh, precinct or is it a... No, is it a, it's, a it's a standing stand. building okay. that this should not happen. Right. And, and it shouldn't happen in any way, but this is another one in real time. won't disclose location because every location is right, being right, checked, right. but we've now confirmed it 100%. Right. Thank you. Yes, sir. Senator Beach, did you... And, and now come to Silt Beach and the Tillery. Did you have a question? Okay, well, Senator Tillery. Thank you. Um, Thank you for your testimony. We've heard that there's three different types of machines, a scanner, a ballot market device, and a polling pad. Right. Do you know which one it is communicating, or can you tell that? Or uh, it right now, um, what you heard in the past was coming through the thermostat and stuff. This is now a more direct access way, and so this is coming through the polling pad device where they're checking everything. But now, you know, it only takes one device where you daisy chain them together and do it. The most important thing is that shouldn't be two-waying and even shouldn't be accessible or on. And it's there. Were there any other questions? Can I ask him one question? What effect uh, some, could somebody with, uh, you know, dishonest purposes, what, what could that person do given this access that's going on right now in Fulton County? Um, statistically, what can be going on when you have an operation like this is as that data is being exchanged and somebody's in it, can actually siphon off that data, modify the data, and feed it right back into the system or kind of do a pump and dump in real time, right? It's kind of like at home um, when we all used to have a dial-up and you're connected to the Internet and doing what you're doing and then all your kids get on and the bandwidth goes down and everybody clogs. It creates that kind of atmosphere where not only are you in the system, but then once you get into the machine, you can do stuff in real time, changing its intent. That's what it opens up. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I'm no rocket scientists I am no crackpot conspiracy theorist I am not telling you nor instructing you on what to think and I know many people are tired of hearing about the election they're tired of hearing about fraud they're tired of hearing People claim that the election was stolen. That's what some people claim. Here's what I ask you. If you are tired of hearing that, when will you be interested? Will it be when the country's gone? Will it be when the Constitution is on the outs? Will it be when there's foreign troops on U.S. soil? Will it be when we finally get the dictator that we're begging for? When will it matter? Will it matter then? Will you care then? You see, it's easy to weary people with information when you flood the system with meaningless information. 
it's I could get into computer geekery, but I'm I'm not going to. But for sake of the argument, imagine flooding. And for those of you who understand what I'm getting at, you you'll get it. But imagine flooding a computer with so much information that it just locks up because it doesn't know what to do. And I think I think that's what has been going on with the media. Now, whether it's purposeful or whether it's by accident, you can draw your own conclusion. I could I could easily give you my opinion, but my opinion is irrelevant. What is relevant is what is actually happening. What is actually happening is we get a bunch of stories constantly flooded with stories. The thing is, how many of these stories are relevant? And is that on purpose? Does do certain media organizations purposely flood the Internet, flood the market, so to speak, with stories that don't matter? And every now and again, there'll be a story that you need to hear that you probably should know about and you hear nothing about. I literally did not hear anything about what was said in that Georgia hearing until it, I think it was a few days ago. Uh, I think that that actually, so it actually happened the day before yesterday, but I heard something about it late yesterday. I want to say that is a problem. Something like that should have been mainstream news everywhere. And that's not based on, regardless of whether you support one candidate or the next, regardless of whether you wanted one candidate to win over the next, at this point, that is irrelevant. The fact that these Dominion voting machines, which have been at the at the forefront of of much uh, turmoil, of much strife, of many stories, as much as some have claimed that of the stories of fraud and voting machines being hacked. And someone claimed that this was the most secure election ever. But this story silent as a church mouse, you didn't hear anything about it. That is a problem. But would you have heard anything about it? Well, with all of the noise out there, if I was a journalist and I'm not a journalist, I am a I'm an information guy, but I'm not a journalist. I don't I'm not a reporter. I read. I look into things. I'm just a layman. I'm just a dude. I'm just a dude. That's all I am. And if I'm sifting through information on a day to day basis because it's something that interests me, I like information, I like reading about stuff. Stories interest me. History interests me. Political drama, it's interesting. So I read behind a lot of these things. But this story, you didn't really see much anywhere. There was some independent journalists that were definitely covering this story, but it didn't go far and wide. Why? If if journalism was honest, you'd have seen this on every network. And the reason you would have seen it on every network and, if, and you would have seen every newspaper writing about this is because 
this should be, in my opinion, a bombshell. But that's just my opinion. My opinion doesn't mean anything. But I'll explain to you why I think it should be a bombshell. Do you think that this voting machine was just put online, like just now? Do you think perhaps that during the presidential election, these voting machines were online? And do you think that Georgia is the only state that these Dominion voting machines are online? It would be quite naive to believe that. Now, you can't prove that any of the other machines in any of the other states are online, and neither can I. I don't know. But it's naive to believe that they're not. It's naive to believe that this one voting machine is the only one that's online. I remember when voting on electronic machines was was first being presented, right? When, it, when this was hot off the press. One of the major concerns, many people, is online access. And people were assured that would never happen. These machines would never be networked, never be on the Internet. They would be standalone. And everybody was comfortable with that. Okay, we can do that. A voting machine that has access to any network is so easily compromised. It would be so easy to steal an election that if you so it is definitely very detectable the thing is if no one ever looks into it it would never be detected now the funny thing is when all of the claims of election fraud went out the first thing the naysayer said is no, no need to look into this. No need to audit the machines. And, and people fought against auditing these machines. Now, I'm not the smartest guy, but I was like, if there's nothing wrong with these machines, why don't you want them audited? You could have someone watch the auditors. It can all be filmed. So we can be assured that there is no nefarious action even on the case of the auditors. There's ways to make sure all of this is legit. Why don't they want any audit of these machines? If it's all hearsay and if it's all noise and if it's all conspiracy theory, then what's the problem with a little audit? Imagine if the IRS went to audit a senator or a congressman and they said, no, you don't need to do that. I guarantee everyone would be like, no, as a matter of fact, I think we do need to do that. So we're just supposed to take your word that everything's on the up and up. Oh, you don't need to audit me. I promise you everything is OK. Mm, that doesn't sit well with me. And the thing is, maybe nothing happened during this election. Can anyone ever have that assurance? 
if there's not a real, true, legitimate audit. That, my friends, is a problem. It's a problem that needs to be solved. I, for one, believe that there does need to be an audit. I cannot say with 100% assurance that something nefarious happened during the 2020 presidential election. But I can say with some degree of certainty that many things don't add up. They don't. They just don't. And that may just be maybe me seeing what I want to see. That's very possible. Easiest way to put that to bed, to put that to rest is an audit. The very thing that's being fought against so fervently. It seems as though at every turn, the powers that be kept saying no audit. They just kept pushing forward toward certifying votes. They don't want to audit. It's almost like they were trying to rush people to shut up so they can rush to certification so they can just get out of this phase so that maybe hopefully people will forget what happened and forget about an audit. I'm here to tell you, people are not going to forget about this. I don't know where this is going to go. I have no idea if people are going to let it go. It's not, it's not, it's not as though it's something that consumes me. But as an information guy, I'm concerned. I can't unsee what I've seen. There's things that I can't make sense of. And maybe it's just that I don't understand. Possible. But the fact that there's one side that is saying, oh, no need to look into this. That doesn't give me warm fuzzies. And there's millions of people, not even just in the United States. I'm seeing commentary from people across the globe that are looking at the U.S. presidential election and they're saying to themselves, ah, something, something fishy. Something is not right. Something doesn't sit well. Look, many people are saying this. Many people are seeing it. That doesn't mean something happened. But if if someone thinks that you've done something wrong. And you don't want them to look into it. Or let's let's say. You try to stop them from looking into it. That doesn't help your case. That makes it seem even more suspicious if nothing is wrong. Why don't you want me to look into this? Why are you so adamant that I be quiet, stay in my place and accept whatever you told me? If what you told me is correct, then I should be able to look into it and there should be no problem. You should be asking yourself, why isn't. Why isn't that situation that happened in that Georgia hearing 
on every news station, in every newspaper. Why isn't that being talked about in the mainstream? That is a big deal. But apparently it's something they want us to just forget about. I don't know about you. That gives me more questions and less answers. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.